yeah, he just released the new album, The Mutt's Nuts, which is amazing. Really, thank you. Amazing. Appreciate that. Very, very cool album. And you've been doing lots of gigs as well. I think you were at the end of the Road Festival recently, weren't you? Yeah, and we played um, Resident in Brighton as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was at the uh, end of the Road Festival. I caught a bit of your set of the earlier one. Oh, nice. But I didn't, um, I didn't know you were doing a secret show later on. Yeah, I didn't know how secret it was supposed to be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was only there for the day anyway, so I actually went to bed about 11, 11.30, because I had to get up at 7 the next day to come back to Brighton. But that's the first time I'd seen live music for a year and a half. Proper live music, you know. Yeah, it's cool. I like, I like End of the Road. It's a good one. Yeah, I've never been there before. Got some good bands there. Did you get to see anybody else? Um, I sort of just like milled around and sort of checked a few things out. So you did the resident in store as well, and uh, yeah. I, I heard that was good. That was fun. Yeah. Did you have the like a full band set up for that? Yeah, yeah, it's proper proper one. We were going to do like a stripped back thing, but um, not really our vibe. I was going to say, and uh, yeah. it must have been pretty pretty loud in there. Quite a small store. Yeah, I mean, we're used to like playing like really, really loud. So I guess um, I don't know. I was, I was, I thought I was like surprised it didn't, they didn't shut it down because of noise. But you know, is what it is. Yeah. I don't. How long has the band been going? A couple of years, like maybe like six months before lockdown. Yeah, and you only did like a small number of shows, didn't you? And released your first album in January of last year. Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. We um, we sort of like played a few shows, released the album. And then went straight into some lockdown. We did a little tour in America and then went straight into lockdown. So, so it's just been a, been, a, been a funny experience for the band like in general. But um, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So what were you guys doing in all that period? Uh, I was I work as an electrician, so I was just still doing that. Right. Um, but then we like record, recorded the LP2 during the lockdown, you know. So yeah. I, we just kind of thought like, you know, make hay while the sun shines. Like, if we've all got a bit more time off, then might as well just, like, try and do something. Because you, I think you all work, don't you? You, you all got other jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was working the whole of, I think, not the first lockdown, but... Um, you weren't allowed to go into people's homes, were you, at the beginning? Uh, I, I do it on... I do it on... Um, I work on film sets, electrician on film sets, so... Okay. I never, I never, I never do house stuff anyway, but... Um, yeah. So what happens now that you're pretty much... I don't know, the whole thing's like, a, we've been playing in punk bands for a long time, like, as individuals, but it's like, now we're sort of, like, stepping into a different world, and it's, like, all a bit of a learning curve for us. But yeah, I'm just seeing how it goes, taking it day by day, really. How did this band come together? I wanted to do something that was more, like, of a 70s-influenced type thing. And I think, like, the more time you spend in a genre, in, like, a subculture, the more you just, like, think about opening up the the blinkers on it and just trying to do some other stuff you know what I mean so um just sort of came about I sort of just had a few songs here and there and then did them I don't know it's not really it wasn't really like a big people kind of like talk about it like it was like a big plan or something which sort of just things yeah. happen you know yeah you had, so you had all those experiences of playing in other bands over the years yeah and I just <laughs> but, thought oh I'm gonna try and expand my songwriting the first album what was that released on what label or, or did you release Star- Static Shock so you got that yeah. you got that kind of organized pretty quickly. I mean, he's like a good friend of mine. Like I've got to pub with him. I play in a band with the chisel with him. Like, yeah. you know, we're like good mates. So, you know, he's always there to sort of like help us out. And he was just like amazing with it. 
and then um, Partizan sort of picked it up and then here we are. It's taken off and these things kind of happen sometimes, don't they? Unexpectedly. I haven't heard your other bands. I'm sure, you know, they're great as well, but this one has just taken off. Yeah, I, I, I probably, I didn't think, I mean, like I was saying to someone else, like, finished the record, Speed Kills, and I sort of just, was like, yeah, that's good. And they sort of just carried on. Then people were like, you know, people sort of like got really excited about the record. I was like, well, there you go. You know, because you just sort of, you know, everyone likes to smell their own shit, don't they? So like, if you make something and you think it's really good, it's like, of course, you know, of course you're going to think it's good. Everyone thinks it's good. I mean, their own yeah. stuff is good. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, then people sort of like really, really liked it, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very like, I'm not very like, like I don't like blowing smoke up shit. You know what I mean? I just think it is what it is and just take yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a good attitude because um, things work in mysterious ways, don't they? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, if I, I mean, like, if, I'm not going to pretend like I knew I had some fucking gold shit on my hand. Like, I just sort of like was like, oh, all right, this works. You never know, like, because whatever, like, strikes a chord of you might not strike a chord of, like, the wider population. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously been a kind of a an interest in sort of punk music or punk oriented music over the last few years. And I mean, I, I don't know if you're into you know, a band like The Chats, for instance. You like them? Right, yeah. I mean, when, when they came to play in Brighton like three years ago, they were playing this tiny venue and never been here before. And uh, it just suddenly, they just kind of, yeah, it's like it's like you guys, really. It just kind of just took off, you know, just out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. People are like sort of getting more and more into the like, the idea of like underground bands and stuff. And like, I feel like people are checking out stuff more and more than yeah. before, you know what I mean? I think people people come in a bit more skeptical of like bigger shit that's going on, and so like and but therefore by everyone getting into the smallest shit makes that the biggest shit. You know what I mean? It's quite yeah. funny. Right? Yeah, people like stuff that's kind of real and it's done for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, you know. I don't know how old you are, but what kind of things were you growing up with? I'm I'm so I'm thirty, and I was I mean my parents were like playing me punk music in the house because they were like punks soul reggae cajun music shit like that and then you know as i was getting older i sort of got into like more like the american punk stuff like negative approach and things like that so a lot of the new york stuff like sheer terror and things like that try i tried to listen to as much stuff as possible you know because i think like especially if you're like a musician like why doesn't that bigger the catch type thingy where you like the more you listen the more influence you're going to have and the more you can the more like influences you can draw on even if it's just like in a from a, like a musician standpoint, I still want to listen to as much shit as possible, really. Yeah. And that's what that's what's um, a, another interesting thing about the album. It's, it's it's pretty ferocious, and then suddenly "Take Me Home to London" comes on, which is a yeah. you know, ballady. It's just acoustic guitar, isn't it? And um, it really breaks it up nicely. But but and then I hate the radio as well, which has got you know different influences in there. Which is yeah, it's just really interesting, and uh, I. I I wanted to do like a record. I wanted to do a record that was like three dimensional and like you know. I think sometimes like the 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 sort of like the punk music that I love. Sometimes I feel like it's really difficult to make a punk LP, and that's why so many bands like make classic like EPs and they sort of like fall down on like making LPs. And I think it's just because like you know to hold someone's attention for like 13, 14 songs, you gotta you gotta like sort of like bring them on a little bit of a journey. You can't just keep it at that hundred mile an hour thing. Yeah, you got you gotta you got you gotta have some respite every now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's just great. It works. It's brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
I hate the radio when I first saw that title because I do a radio show and I was thinking, oh fuck, am I going to play this one? And then I and then I worked out um, it's not actually about hating the radio, really. It's about uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people then like a few people being like, well, why are they saying I hate the radio and they're trying to be on Radio Six or something? And it's like yeah. <laughs> it's not really it's not really about that, you know. It's like no. it's sort of supposed to be about like a heartbreak with the songs that you listened to when you were in love yeah. or you know whatever but i did think it was quite funny when after after i wrote it, i was like you know it'd be quite funny if this gets on the radio actually and it has yeah so there you go <laughs> <laughs> brilliant did you have a particular song in mind <laughs> was it based no, on a particular song just a sort of general idea it was sort of like slightly hypothetical just like, yeah. being like, oh, fuck, why are they playing this and then um i just thought yeah that's good that's quite an interesting song song topic that's like a bit meta, isn't it? Like you're writing a song about a song. It's a family like, affair, uh, isn't it? That one, the video has got your something to do with your mum and your sister involved in it. Yeah, so my sister, my sister, she's um, she's a she's a camera woman. So we, I was like, look, I need a video for this, but a we haven't got a budget, and b we haven't, we haven't got a concept. She was like, let's just can go in the street and just film stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. And then my mum, like, she um, she knows how to like edit shit together. So I was like, do you want to just do this? So when, when do you actually go out on tour? It's, quite, it's not for a while, is it? But are you doing some more dates between now and yeah, then? Yeah, we're doing Shepherd's Bush tomorrow. And then we're doing, um, I think, November. We've got a bit of free time in October. And then November is it's all, it's all go then. What's it? You're doing a big gig, isn't it? I just can't remember the name of the band you're supporting. Gosh. Oh, Biffy Clyro. Yeah, them. Um, in Cardiff Bay or something like that. Bay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like 12,000 people. Is that fucking that's... mental? <laughs> they're Welsh band aren't they Biffy Clyro I think they're Scottish actually. are they Scottish okay <laughs> below the Welsh hey, way, that's for sure <laughs> I, I was I was with the promoter yesterday they were saying uh, they were saying that they're playing in Scotland to 40,000 people 4-0 I, I don't even know what, I, I can't even fathom how many people that is you know like a football stadium isn't it yeah it's like I think it's literally like a football stadium what other festivals have you done this summer, we did downloads, uh, Boardmasters, Latitudes, a bunch of different ones. It's been good though, man. Like, you know, it's like these were a lot of these were books, like when the band just started. It was good though, man. Like, just finally getting, getting to do it because we've been sort of waiting on them for so long, you know. What I mean? Yeah, Download was like one of the first ones, wasn't it? Like a government sanctioned kind of festival. Yeah, it's got, it was a government pilot one. Yeah, so yeah. How do you feel about going into, you know, sweaty <laughs> venues and performing and everybody going mental and... I don't know, because on one hand, like, I'm double vaxxed, so I feel, feel pretty good about just doing whatever. But at the same time, like, you know, I mean, people should be testing before they show up to shows, for sure, doing all that shit. Like, I, I've got a bunch of lateral flows I just sort of do myself every, every like, you know, other day or whatever, or, you know, just to yeah. double check that I'm, I'm all right. Last thing I'd want to do is like go out and just fucking get some someone sick. Like, but I mean, I don't know. It's also like the it's sort of sort of like the government needs to do do more. They they keep trying to like put responsibility on the on the public, but the public don't know. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know what's going on with the virus? You know, I'm not a Scientologist. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like quite a cowardly way of of a government dealing with a situation is just to be like, oh, the responsibility lies on the population. It's like, well, if you're not even going to fucking help us in this time, what's the fucking point of a government? It's hard to know what to do, isn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, I, I've been double vaxxed and I and I know that I could get ill still. I could still get the virus and get ill, but I'll probably be protected to an extent. But if I don't go out and go to shows or go out in the public, then I'm 
I, you know, I'll just I'll stay at home and I don't want to do that. So it's kind of like balancing out a bit of a risk, but you got I feel like you just got to do it really. Uh, yeah. And like you say, you need the you need the, you need the government to kind of back you up a little bit and just yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like they don't they don't they they say like oh yeah you know don't go if you like like you know do whatever. But at the same time, they're not gonna like financially like back you up if you fucking you know fall down because you can't go to work or because you know do whatever. So it's like you know you sort of put in a position where it's like they put the blame on you and then and so you know what I mean. It's like a really weird one. The government is supposed to sort of like tell us what to do in times of crisis. And and it's like they tell us what to do when there's no crisis, but then don't tell us what to do when there is one. It doesn't make any mm. fucking sense. But people are coming out to shows, aren't they? It seems. Yeah. They're just going there's for drop. There's more of a drop off. Like a lot of sold out shows will have like, will look like a third empty because a lot of people are obviously. So I just finally coming to Brighton playing at the Green Door store. You did the Great Escape, didn't you, earlier this year? I think the online. It was online, wasn't it? What was yeah, that like? Sure. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really like doing the online things. Just we're not really like that. We're not really that kind of band. We're more of like a, we're like a live band, and I don't feel like that's necessarily like a live thing. It's more of like a showcase of your songs. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm, I'm sort of glad that all that shit's over a little bit. Like that was a good. I had a good time doing it, but I'm sort of glad it's like back to normal. You know? Yeah, yeah. Any, well, uh, sort, of, sort of back to normal. Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> Any um? Do you, do you know Brighton well? Yeah, you, you come down here a lot weekends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like the clothes shops. I like the <laughs> the, the, the secondhand clothes shops, and, and like it's always a nice day out. You know, like a bit of coffee and. All right. Thanks for taking the time, man. And um, yeah, look Thank forward you. to seeing you again in, See you in Brighton. The, yeah. All are right. you going to be at the Green Door store? I'm going to come along. Yeah, for sure. Double vaxxed. Nice one. Wicked. Yeah, another test. Nice. Yeah, I'll be there. Nice, nice. nice. All right. Wicked, man. Cheers.